Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All hit radio. To the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Today was a sad day here in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, where the X Zone is located with our with our broadcast center here in Hamilton. Today we had a funeral in town of Corporal Nathan Cirillo. Now this is the Canadian Armed Forces member who was shot down in in Ottawa on October the 22nd as he stood as an honor guard at the at the war memorial at the tomb of the unknown soldier. You had politicians, you had the Prime Minister of Canada, you had the leader of the Liberal Party, Justin Trudeau, you had the leader of the NDP, you had dignitaries, you had military top brass, and then you had the people of Hamilton lining the streets as they showed their heartfelt respect and said farewell to a fellow Hamiltonian, Corporal Nathan Murillo. What did he do? He was protecting his country. He was a member of the Canadian Armed Forces. They fight for our freedom, our democracy. We're at war, Exxon Nation. Don't take, don't take anything so lightly as to say this is just an attack. This is a war. We've had two soldiers run down in Saint-Jean, Quebec, where one soldier passed. We've had another soldier shot and killed in Ottawa. That's our, that's our fellow Hamiltonian, Nathan Cirillo. And you have attacks in the United States. You had two police officers that were attacked with a hatchet. 
You had a decapitation in Oklahoma. You had other police officers shot. This is a war. My guest this hour is Islam analyst and author Dan Perkins. He is a master storyteller and the author of the Brotherhood of the Red Nile trilogy, which centers around Islamic nuclear terrorism against the U.S. Now, he is a nationally recognized expert on radical Islam. And uh, joining me now is Dan Perkins. And Dan, always great having you here on the Exxon. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Well, I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled to be back with you. Uh, this third time is the charm. I, uh, when I saw him and noticed that you wanted me to back on, uh, I was really excited because uh, we've had some wonderful conversations, and I hope your audience has been as entertained as I have been. So I look forward to it. What is going on in the world? Uh, why is it that certain people cannot understand with what ISIS is doing, how they are manipulating the media, how they are manipulating social media, how they're getting kids to join up in, in, in numbers that the authorities can't understand? Uh, this year alone in Denmark, there's been over 256 people that have gone to fight a fight with ISIS. What is the attraction, Dan, and why aren't politicians taking this much more seriously? You know, our, our prime minister calls it terror, and yet your president won't. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, boy, there's a whole ton of questions in there, sir. Um, I, I do want to, I'll do my best to try and answer all of them. I, I do want to make a point um, uh, of your how eloquent you were in talking about how the country and the people lined the streets and uh, for this young man who who gave his life protecting the tomb of the unknown soldiers. Um, we're not so fortunate in our country. Um, we have a president when a two-star, a major general, was killed in battle in Afghanistan was brought home to be buried in Arlington National Cemetery. Mm -hmm. There wasn't one member of the administration who came to that funeral. Nobody from the White House came to that funeral. Uh, And yet they sent five representatives to the funeral for the young man in Ferguson, Missouri. Um, I know I'm going to answer this, and I'm I'm answering it the way I've been thinking about it and the way I've been talking about it for for months. And Mm -hmm. I know it's going to sound very unusual. But, you know, I've thought about this more than anything else because it's, it's, a, it's a question. How is it that we can't see them? How is it that they are attracting our young people all over the world? Yeah. And I've come, come to this conclusion, and, and I know it's going to sound crazy. It's because we have global economies that have nothing for our children to do. There's a reason why in Chicago they're killing 20 to 30 to 40 people every weekend and in Philadelphia and now back in New York again. When you have a situation where you've got young people, especially in our country, young black people Mm -hmm. who have a horrendous 40% unemployment rate and have been in this condition for at least six years or longer, the first black American president or the first American black president, I'm not sure which is the right terminology, Mm -hmm but I don't really care about the political correctness. Um, he's done nothing for them. And ISIS comes in, and they have people, they, they have full-time people hey Dan. whose job is social media. Dan, stand by, my friend. You and I have to take our 
first break of the hour. Dan Perkins is my special guest, and Dan and I will be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, worldwide, toll-free, 800-610-7035. My email address is exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV, and our main website where you can listen to the Exxon Radio TV show, 724-365, is www.exxonradiotv.com. And our new Exxon channel on YouTube is youtube.com forward slash exxonbroadnet.com. Or just it's Exxon Broadcast Net. That's what it is. They keep changing these things on me, Dan. They're driving me crazy. But Isn't it amazing how they get longer and longer and uh, longer and I, longer and you can't remember them all? I know, I know. You and I were talking about the difference on how the Canadian government stood behind the people of Canada as well as were, were very much a part of our grieving at the loss of our, our two, two soldiers who were killed on Canadian soil, not fighting in Afghanistan, not fighting in Syria, not fighting anywhere else, but right here in Canada. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm surprised to hear that the American general, two-star general, didn't get any response or any respect or rep- any representation from the White House. No, no they, sent, they sent five people to the funeral of the, of the young man who was killed in Ferguson, Missouri, yeah. and they sent... Nobody from the White House to that man's funeral. This uh, that, is a two-star general, the first one to, to die since Vietnam in combat. You know, this whole thing with, with, with Ferguson is a totally different show, and I'd love to talk to you about that because I, 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 I can't understand what it is all about. Now, you know, forensic evidence is proving, is swaying that, you know, what may have been thought about the altercation not being real really happened. And, you know, mm-hmm. when, when you look at what's happening with ISIS, what's happening within uh, Ferguson, my, my way of thinking is that ISIS would take top, uh, top um, billing on this. And if I had a general who was fighting a war, that would take precedent over what's happening in Ferguson. Mind you, I, I can see why the president is, is patronizing the, uh, the people in Ferguson. I don't agree with it. There are so many other shootings that the president doesn't get personally involved with. In his own hometown of Chicago. Exactly. 30 to 40 people a weekend. Yeah. And yeah, a young black man. You know, you, you said something that was, was very impressive. That sh- this shows the difference between your government and my government. You said your government grieved. Your government supported your military. Yeah. And the town stood by and watched his casket go by and line the streets. Yeah. Your company, your country, is grieving for a loss of two soldiers. In a country, I don't know how big the country of Canada is, but you're grieving, and you respect the military, you respect what these young men were doing with their lives, and you grieve them. And yeah. in our country, I don't think our president, uh, I mean, when, when the, 
when the reporter got his head, the first reporter, Foley, was beheaded, within moments the president was out playing golf. It's a, it's a, it's a horrendous message that he's sending to the rest of the world about what he cares about for the quality of human life and people in this, in this war zone and people being killed in the United States and now people in Canada. I, I will say to you that I was, I was shocked, not in a disappointing way, how, how quickly, because we don't do it here, but how quickly your, your military and your police officials uh, were ready to call it uh, an act of terrorism, uh, and there was no equivocation about that. And, and um, at the same time, they didn't know for sure mm-hmm. whether there were more shooters or not. Yeah. I mean, I listened to that video probably a half a dozen times, and I have heard early in the day that the man had a shotgun, Mm-hmm. But yet when you listen to the video, you hear 30 shots. And I can only conclude that that he, he was clearly outgunned by all the security that was in the place. But yet the perspective that we have in the United States based on our media, which was somewhat American mainstream media, was some, somewhat critical of your government for the, quote, lax security yep. at your government headquarters. Yeah, I, I, I picked that up. You know, I was, I was watching CNN. And- we all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for two fifty. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just two dollars. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. A combo meal, single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. And uh, they they said, well, you know, especially the uh, former FBI director who's a commentator, Tom Fuentes, he says, well, I don't know why they didn't have this, they didn't have that. It's because this is Canada, for God's sake. You know, mm-hmm. we, do, you know we, we respect people. We don't go out looking for trouble. You know, and and it's we we try we try to get the message across that Parliament is is total transparency. If you want to go sit in the in the in the balconies and take in a parliamentary hearing, that is your right as a Canadian citizen. That is your right as a visitor mm-hmm. to Canada. Right. Let me ask you a question. Sure. I don't ask you to embarrass you because I'm I'm really looking for facts. Sure. What percentage of the of the resident population 
in Canada is mm-hmm. Muslim. Hmm. Do you have any clue? Wow. I would say based, I don't know. I would say based here in Hamilton, the numbers are increasing. I'd say it's anywhere from ten to fifteen percent. Okay. And it, you know, and if so, you've got a you've got by extension, and I'm sure you've got then you've got a, a number of mosques. Yes, we do in your country. Yep. And you've got you probably have people in those mosques who are teaching certain things about Sharia law and about uh, the Quran and, and uh, how the people of Canada and the Canadian government is uh, violating their laws. Um, and it, and they, they take these young men and women, mm-hmm. and uh, we use the word radicalize. But in reality, aren't we, aren't we, we're not radicalizing, we're converting them to Islam. Now, some of them may already be uh, uh, in the country legally as Muslims, and they maybe have been there for more than one generation. Mm-hmm. But these mosques that are, are, are developing um, a different way of life and a different message that is resonating with the young people, both males and females, more males, obviously, than females. But, you know, we had this situation last week in, in Denver, Colorado, where there were two, three teenage girls who went to the airport to fly to Syria to visit their boyfriends who had gone over to, uh, to Syria to fight with ISIS, and they were going to go over there to help, and uh, the government was saying, we need women, we need babies, and uh, we need to grow our population. And um, they left their house on a, on a Friday morning, told their parents they were going to school, and Picked up the other girl, and before you know it, they were in Germany before the FBI found them. By the way, I've got the statistics for you. According to Canada's 20, uh, 2011 National Household Survey, there were 1,053,945 Muslims in Canada, or about 3.2% of the population, making them the second largest religion after Christianity and the fastest growing mm-hmm. religion in Canada. And in the world. Yeah. Look at what's happened to the country of England mm-hmm. and the country of Spain and the country of France with the exploding Muslim population gaining more and more control, trying to change the French and English culture from their historical culture to a Muslim culture. And but, how much influence they already have in the governments. Yeah, but you see, this is nothing new. This, this war with Islam... It's been going on for hundreds of years. This is nothing 1400. new. Yep. Now, one thing you'll see in Canadian Parliament are members of Parliament with turbans on. And yet, mm-hmm. you wouldn't see that in the United States. No, probably not. Probably not. You have. So, so let me let me ask sure. you, let me ask you a question about this shooting. Sure. After this after this funeral today. Mm-hmm. How is it going to change life in Canada tomorrow? Will it eventually just disappear and nobody will care? Or will will there be changes in security at the Capitol? And there, will there, that soldier who's guarding the tomb be armed well, with real the, bullets? Well, for one thing, there are there are new security measures in place. There are they are they are forming a, a one police force for the parliament buildings instead of having parliamentary security, Ottawa police, uh, the RCMP. 
and uh, the Ontario Provincial Police, there's going to be a a one force police force that is going to be uh, that is going to be in place. The for the first time, our Prime Minister here in Canada has 24 hour RCMP protection for the first time. Has it How changed? How does it make you feel? How does it make you feel? I can I can tell you it very simply. On October the twenty second, twenty fourteen, Canada lost its innocence. Mm-hmm. We, Even I, though it sent all those men, women, to fight in the wars, it lost its innocence. Yeah, because with 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 two soldiers, with two soldiers being killed on Canadian soil. By a terrorist organization. Mm-hmm. That's got to be shocking to it, a lot of people. It is. It truly is. You know, when I was when I was watching the uh, the funeral today, there were there was every culture in the people that were lining the streets. You saw people with burkas. Mm-hmm. You saw people with. Uh, with uh, with turbans, you saw every ethnicity that you can imagine, and you could see the grief and the sorrow on each and every face. Mm-hmm. Will it make you? What happened? Will it make you look more suspiciously at somebody who's wearing a turban in the future? No. No, it won't. We have a, a, a program that you may be aware of here in, in the United States on the Fox News Channel. It comes on at 5 o'clock every day. It's called The Five. And one of the people on the panel is mm-hmm. a, a liberal, very liberal Democrat whose name is Bob Burkle. And um, and I saw him earlier in the week. And uh, You know what? You and I have got to take our news break. He, my producer just told, uh, whispered in my ear, Rob, you're, you're 20 seconds away from news. Stand by, Dan. This is a great conversation. Dan Perkins is a great guy. If you want to find out more about Dan Perkins, go to Google and Google Dan Perkins. Dan and I will be back on the other side of the news. Don't go away. Welcome back, everyone. Dan Perkins is my special guest this hour. And to find out more about Dan, where you can buy copies, a copy of his trilogy, just go to W. Uh, just Google. That would be the best way. Just Google Dan Perkins. Dan, before we went to the news break, we were talking about a commentator on Fox by the name of Bob Burkle. Beckle. I mispronounced it. Was okay. Beckle. He, um, he's he's a li- very liberal Democrat. Mm-hmm. And he was saying recently, I watched him, and he said, I'm uncomfortable if I get on a plane with somebody with a turban. Now, here is a liberal Democrat saying that he is uncomfortable. He has a bias to somebody who looks like they're Middle Eastern because he doesn't feel comfortable. Um, I'm sure that the attacks uh, have all affected us Mm -hmm. as they've affected you. We lost almost 3,000 on September the 11th. That was true, I think. I'm not saying that 3,000 is more more important than two. Oh, I understand, just, I understand was, exactly what you're saying. It was, a, 
Yeah, I I was uh, in New York at the time, and there were weeks before I could get through to people on the phones to find out whether they were dead or alive, and it right. was a very traumatic period. But I understand your characterization is that that the innocence is gone, and um, I'm I don't know if it's possible to ever get it back. I, I don't think so. I really don't. I I, 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 I know we are changed yeah. as a nation. Yeah. And I got to believe Canada. You know, I think that the most devastating that could happen, thing to, one of the most devastating things that could happen to Canada is another attack. Yeah. Anywhere. I, I, you know, I, I hate Policeman to, or uh, a soldier. I hate to say it, but I believe another attack is imminent. Oh, yeah. I, I, they're not done no. by any means. Because, you see, what I, what I would have done... If I would have been in the power of authority to make a decision, I would have gotten boots on that ground as fast as we could, just wipe them off the face of the earth until they cannot raise their ugly heads again and threaten any part or any person who enjoys freedom and democracy. That would be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I look at this, um, and I've looked at it a lot, over the last year or two years, I'm I'm amazed at, at at my own country. We had we had reports that over ten thousand women and children were beheaded and their heads yeah. were put on uh, on fence posts as a warning to the people in Iraq and Syria. Two American reporters get their heads chopped off, and. Uh, the American president is on the verge of collapse. And, and in, in reality, in my opinion, mm-hmm. he has yet to recover from that. And then, then the Ebola outbreak and, and, again, the inadequacy of, of his administration, his people to the Center for Disease Control. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think we are, at, at least in our country, I'll speak only for America, uh, I think we are at the lowest level of confidence in our government that I can remember in all my almost 70 years. And I would say to you, uh, in all candor, and I'm, it's, as you know now, after our, this is our third interview, I speak my mind. I'm actually afraid of what I don't know that the government's not telling us. There are so many odds and end pieces mm-hmm. that are, are, are not being talked about. And uh, I'm afraid that we're going to start hearing about more than more than the people that are affected with Ebola, because the president tends to want to manage the news around the election cycle. Exactly. And so we may hear some very devastating things after the election. Mm-hmm. The president specifically. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for two fifty. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just two dollars. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. A combo meal, single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great news! For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. 
Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Has told the people to withhold. Yeah. Uh, the, the president told his military advisors uh, a month ago when they said to him, Father, uh, uh, Mr. President, the, the, the approach we're taking in Syria and Iraq is not working. Kind of, we need to change. And he said, no, we're not going to do it. Now, I was around in the first desert storm with Bush 41. And I haven't seen a recent count, but the last count I saw was about two weeks ago. In the, in the previous 60 days, the American and coalition forces had flown a, a total of 300 sorties in 60 days. That's roughly five a day. In Operation Desert Storm under Bush 41, they flew over 1,000 sorties a day. Yeah, but no disrespect. How are you going to... No disrespect then to your president and, and to the great people of the United States. There's a difference between George Bush and and President Obama. George Bush was a fighter. He was a fighter. Cowboy. Exactly. He was a cowboy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And Barack Obama is a politician. That's why mm -hmm. that's why when you look at Russia compared to the United States, once again, no offense meant here, they have a warrior in charge. Mm-hmm. They're a cowboy. Exactly. Exactly. And we think, we have a president who thinks that if we just come to the table, I mean, we're, we're going back to the table again in the next week to 10 days with Iran to talk about their nuclear program. And my guess is that the president is going to make even more concessions. And... Um, we're not going to gain anything. In fact, we're going to lose ground. And they're on, clearly on their way if they don't already have it. Um, because they've made no concessions to the last two agreements. They've, we've made all the concessions. The rest of the world has made all the concessions. We've, we've, we've agreed that, that Iran can continue to develop its nuclear potential. Insane. Absolutely insane. You, know, it's, it's, you, you cannot argue with these people... It's it's something we talked about, I think, maybe on our first show. What we don't understand is we don't know how to think the way they think. Exactly. We want to think we want to think about them in the way in which we think. And so when they do these outrageous things, when they attack police officers in New York or they shoot an unarmed officer, even though he had a gun but he had no bullets, mm -hmm. guarding a grave with the unknown soldier, um I saw tonight that, that we have <laughs> we have 24/7 guards now on the tomb of the unknown soldier in Arlington Cemetery because they're afraid that somebody might do something similar to what happened in Canada to the soldiers who are walking the gravesite for uh, for us in the United States. Um, the world it's screwed up. By the but way, we can't the, not do those things. By the way, the soldiers in Ottawa who are standing honor guards at the Canadian War Memorial, Memorial will not be having live ammunition in their rifles. So they, just like the other one, they'll have no way to defend themselves. What they're doing is they're, they're, they're looking at a perimeter security 
um, system where they are going to have law enforcement or military personnel on the roofs of buildings overlooking the, um, the war memorial and mm-hmm. using electronic surveillance to, to work and better protect those who are on honor guard detail who do not have any, any, any ammunition in their weapons. But, but I'm sorry to be such a, a hard nose about this, but um, you don't have to be within 50 yards with a decent rifle to nope. kill that soldier. That's right. And number one. Number two, and, and that perimeter guard, how well did that work out in the White House with two fence jumpers in the last 30 days? And the one guy, the last one to jump over, when the dog, attack dogs came over, to get him, he mm-hmm. beat the hell out of the dog. And only that he was subdued by the, subdued by the Secret Service. But we, we've got the President of the United States House. We've got these people that have jumped the fences, and one got inside the house with a knife. Where in the world was the security? So I understand what you're talking about, and let me be incredibly pragmatic with you, Rob. What is it going to cost provide all that security that you just talked about on that perimeter every day. Oh my gosh. I, 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 I have no idea. I, I, I shudder to even think. Yeah. So the reaction is we're going to, we're going to put on all this technology and we're going to put these people on the rooftops and we're to protect the soldier and somebody driving by in a car, mm-hmm. unless they're going to limit the access to the to the area by car, can simply roll down the window, pull out a, an AK-47, and blow them away. Or so, even toss a hand grenade. Sure. A I mean, car I, bomb. I, the, I'm, I'm not trying to get into the, 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 the nuances yeah. how, it, how it could be attacked, but you have to ask yourself, what are they spending to do this? So... So the question is, are we doing this to preserve a life or to preserve the memorial? And is there a, a less expensive way to do that? You said they're going to put a whole separate police force now. Uh, and you, you didn't say it. I'm saying it. A whole new police force whose responsibility will be for security for the parliament building. And I believe, I think I counted on my fingers there were at least four, currently, four to five different police agencies, local and federal or yep. national, that are responsible for security. That's right. And so now they decided they're going to have one, like we have in the United States, we have what's called the Capitol Police Force. Right. Which is separate from the dis- district, and they have specific functions to, to secure government buildings. But, again, what is it going to cost? And, and see... What people don't understand is that that if you listen to the speech from the leader of Al Qaeda mm-hmm. two years ago, last September the twelfth, his whole strategy with these lone wolf attacks is to cause exactly what happened in Ottawa: divert resources away from the rest of the economy, spending more and more money on security because we're afraid we might be attacked again. So they're they're accomplishing exactly what they said they wanted to do through these lone wolf attacks. They're spending a significant amount of money to protect that memorial and to protect that that 
one or two guards that are there. I'm not begrudging you the ability to do that. I'm saying you've played exactly into Al-Qaeda and ISIS's hands, and that is diverting resources away from other things um, to in order to provide for security for parliament or security for and or for the the war memorial. So they're doing they're, they're they've accomplished exactly what they want to accomplish. They're forcing the Canadian government to redirect resources away from other things in order to provide for security for parliament. Well, they're, they're really not taking uh, it, the resources are already being spent there by having these different law enforcement agencies. Well, all they're going to be doing is taking certain members from the different law enforcement agencies and bringing them into the parliamentary police. Like they're not hiring new people mm-hmm. for these positions. Um, but one, there's a couple of things I'd like to say. Number one, Secretary Kerry was in Ottawa today and he laid a wreath at the war memorial. I found that very respectful. Very respectful. Mm-hmm. And number two, why doesn't anybody talk about all the people that get radicalized by Islam when they're in jail? A lot or in of, the mosque. Pardon? Or in the mosque. Exactly. Too. Like jails and a mosque. Right. Well, I, I don't know what goes on in a mosque. All right, I can only surmise. However, hmm? I do know for a fact that the majority of of transformations that take place in jail when it comes to a religious philosophy, the number one is Islam. And conversions. When you, right. And and then when you get these people that are released, well, hello. You know, you've, you've got the enemy right what, under your nose. What is the message that they're, since you know about the prisons, what are the message that the Islamic prisoners are saying that is converting these people to Islam? They're saying that... What's the message? The, the message is that they've basically gotten a bum rap and that their talents would be better used fighting for their cause. That's how I see it. Well, I think that you'll find out that that's exactly what's going on in, in the mosques. That's what's happening, why they're converting these people in Minneapolis and Chicago and mm-hmm. all over the country more than the government is telling us. Because what they're saying, and it goes back to what we, well, the way we started this whole discussion, it's really about money. It's a money about the fact that the black community in the United States, young people are 40% unemployed. Right. Adults are almost 12% unemployed. And so they've been this way for a, a, a period of time, especially under the first black president. And they don't feel like they're getting a fair shake. They don't think the government cares about them. All these negative thoughts. And so they become extremely vulnerable to the message from Islam, come with us and we'll, we'll pay your way to Syria or to Iraq. Right. We'll give you food, we'll give you housing, we'll give you clothes, we'll give you weapons in which you can kill Americans. Oh, plus we'll even give you a wife. There you go. Listen, one quick question for you. Yeah. yeah. Let's go back to Ferguson. If it would have been a black... Yeah. If it would have been a black officer who shot and killed a white person, 
Would there the, be yeah. this riot? The these protests? No. Would people be screaming? Absolutely not. Why Absolutely not? not? Why not? Because there is a belief. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for two fifty. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just two dollars. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal, single item at regular price. By certain elements in our country, mm-hmm. that blacks are being persecuted. Stand by. We've got I, to take our. That. We've got to take our final break here, Dan. Please stand by. Dan Perkins is our special guest, Exo Nation. If you'd like to uh, find out more about Dan, get copies of his book. Just Google Dan Perkins. It's that simple. Dan and I will be back on the other side of this break as we wrap up this hour here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Nation Dan Perkins is our guest this hour. To find out more about Dan, simply go to Google, type in Dan Perkins. Dan, thanks so much for joining us. Always a great pleasure talking to you. But um, uh, you, you yes, wanted sir. to tell me about a radio host that uh, that you had something to say about. Yeah, I, I, I had this opportunity to interview with this black man from Chicago. Right. And um, so I took the opportunity to say to him, um, let me ask you a question. Let's suppose that you had been living um, and on vacation during the summer, and you were in uh, a, a, an island in the Pacific that didn't have television, didn't have radio, and you came back, and you sat down at your television set, and you looked at a split screen, and on the left-hand side of the screen were the ISIS terrorists attacking in, in Syria and Iraq. On the other side of the screen was this picture of this young man with a shirt around his face mm-hmm. with a gun blowing the lock off the door going to the convenience store. Would you see any difference? And he said, probably not. I said, let me ask you a question. We had Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson who came to Ferguson, Missouri yeah. to demand justice for the death of this young man. Um, why is it that Jesse Jackson says nothing or the President of the United States who is from Chicago, or Al Sharpton, mm-hmm. says nothing about the genocide that's taking place in Chicago every weekend with black-on-black murders. Yeah. And he kind of stopped for a moment, and he said, well, you know, that's a, that's a really good question, because we kicked Sharpton out because he's, he's a phony, and Jackson hasn't been relevant, and the President's never been here to talk to wow. anybody about what's going on. And so what we have is, in the case of Ferguson, we had racial tensions. Again, I know it sounds redundant to say it this way, Rob, but it's all done based on the fact that the poverty rate and the unemployment rate in the black section of Ferguson, Missouri, is like the rest of the black population in the United States. It's double the white population, and the young people just four times what it is, the yeah, adult well, population. Well, in, in all fairness, you know, they're... they're 
there are white communities where you have the same problem, and yet you don't have the the high percentage of homicides that you do within the black community. It is it's 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 an ever changing attitude about uh, in 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 all candor with you, sir, about a difference in the respect for human life. We've developed a society in our country. I'm sad to say that no longer places a value on human life. I heard a commercial today for uh, the fact that we'll do a million abortions in the United States this year. And I may have talked to you in one of my other two visits how that support to the, to, to the Muslim religion. Abortion is against, against every principle. And when we do it and we promote that we've killed a million babies and we've killed 59 million or 60 million babies since uh, Roe versus Wade, we are creating a tension between ourselves and the Muslims because what we do is counter to their religious belief. It's the same thing true when the courts talk about that a man can lay with a man and a woman can lay with a woman. That is abhorrent to the Sharia law and, and the Quran. It is not permitted under the Muslim faith, yet we promote it. We and in reality, if you look at the gay and lesbian and transsex, transgender bisexual community, the most recent number I saw is that it's less than 2% of the population of the United States. So Dan, look how much press it gets. Dan, I'd love to talk to you more, but we're out of time for the tonight. We'll have you back on in the near future. You can bet your dollar on that. But I want to thank you so much, Dan. Always a great pleasure talking to you. Keep the great work up, and I look forward to the next time you join me back here in the X-Zone. Until then, my friend, be well and be safe. Thank you so much for having me on. I really enjoyed it. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying... Thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.